0: If, if I would kind of start things over again, there are multiple things I would do different. Hindsight's was twenty twenty, but but yeah. earnerships is really a way to get to where you want to go, whether that's doing your first deal or you want to do a 200-unit apartment complex. Sure. It makes things a lot easier when you bring in people that are better at certain things in which you are.
1: Back,
0: yeah, thank you. My name is Mark, and I'll be your host tonight. Up here <sighs> with me. my uh, and that's the end. I not to call him friend acquaintance. I don't know what's your name, Adam.
1: Adam, uh, it's about time you leave, okay? Some people called me Australian Adam, <laughs> you know. Oh, I was over there, and one time I went to Australia and I caught. A jellyfish right there, right <laughs> on my top of the head, right there. Is that true? Yeah, the the little danglers, the little tentacles. Yeah, they dangle right the on my head, right there. I just picked up that jellyfish and threw him right there in the water. It's crazy. Is that true? Yeah. No, it's not. That could be. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh now you're, you're me- you're messing our, our setup up. Uh, bud. Oh, what happened? We're supposed to be professionals. I'm not even sure what broke off. We're supposed to be professionals. We start this off with you with a fake accent. You've never been to <laughs> Australia. You made up a story and now you're breaking our shit. Is this how we start a podcast? But you ever been to Canada? Nope. <laughs> By the way, this is episode two oh one. And shout out to our sponsors, Built. Built shirts. Built I should yep. say future sponsors. Yeah. Future sponsors, built
1: shirts and Costco. Costco Ooh. pants, built shirts. Built pants for me. Where's that shirt from? Uh it's built. Built, yep. yeah. Yeah. Mainly because you know, we're built, yes.
0: built individuals. So yeah. Thank you, built future sponsor. Yeah. Um, Shout out. Yeah. Just call us, email us back. We're ready. Okay. So this episode, we, we got a good one today. Yeah. We are going to chat about passive versus active investors. That we are. Here we are. So how about you start off and let us know what's a, on a high level view, what's a passive investor an active investor so
1: definition between the two uh and encyclopedia Britannica. yeah uh i don't know i don't know if i have i'm more on the wikipedia side myself okay quick question
0: yeah were you around when encyclopedias were the thing and you didn't have the
1: interwebs and when you say the thing, like you probably didn't get out much, huh? Like, yeah. I'm from uh, a small town in Nebraska, so oh, I know. Yeah, so no. Last time we talked about how you went to a beach that someone had brought some sand in. I think it was a few sandbags and you used to rake it <laughs> yourself. Yes. And people would pay me money. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Great business model. Hey, it sounds wonderful. Oh, so, serious question. Yeah. Did you have
0: encyclopedias when you grew up? Uh,
1: we did have some encyclopedias. We had dex- dictionaries. Dictionaries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the good old days. Yeah, I mean, I I grew up without the internet. Yeah, yeah, it was nice, fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, it
1: was great. It was yeah, good, it was, it was a great good. way to
0: grow up. Now I that I'm into the internet, yeah, I want to. I'd rather not. Thank my you. My mom, one time, a uh, true story. You can ask my brother She shut off the internet. She shut it off. Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, her uh, something was not going right with her computer, and where the entire family was back at her house during the holidays, during Christmas. Uh, both my brothers and this was like after this was recently um so we're all back there holidays and uh she just yelled out loud from the family room where she was on her computer that she was shutting down at the internet and it was we're like no don't shut it down and uh she did it she shut it down. This was recent recent yeah wow so i don't know if you were affected by it or if she just meant that she was shutting her internet off or the route off, but I didn't know if it was like a worldwide thing, so.
1: Oh, was this three Christmases ago? I Close think I, yeah, point. yeah. I remember, I remember something along those lines. Yeah. yeah, I got a notification. Did you? Yeah, Post-it note I think it was. She uh, she maybe mailed something I'm, Yeah, it was a little bit of a snail, snail mail situation. I think yeah. the internet actually shut off before I got the notice, <laughs> but yeah here we are now. Okay, so back to the original. <laughs> yeah, here we are, okay. Passive versus active. Passive versus active. Uh, so passive, you are uh, an investor would be somebody like you know working with cherry-pick capital like us or other people that are actively managing finding uh and you know closing on these deals um producing a a return for investors active on the other hand is is more uh, as you can imagine more active right you are uh finding deals you're managing properties you're managing property managers Um, so, you know, you're kind of going through that whole process and your boots on the ground, you're dealing with the day in day out, uh, shit, you know, in the end that, uh, you know, pros and cons on, on both sides for sure. But just acknowledging that, you know, you're, you're kind of in the trenches with it, which, um, you know, is something that, that we personally love and enjoy and all of those things. But it also is an acknowledgement of, uh, you know, what you're spending your time and energy and focus toward. Yeah. Um, so, you know, definitely kind of pros and cons on both sides. I guess we'll kind of dive into, uh, both paths for real estate investors out there. But, you know, from your side, what are some of the the pros that you see on the active side? Um, so yeah, we chatted a little bit about this. You guys might be
0: surprised, um, even though it's a super professional setup, professional quality, we're new to podcasts, so we talk about what are we gonna talk about in the podcast? Um, so offline when we're chatting about pros and cons, you kinda you get the aspect of both. You've been a passive investor, you've been an active investor. Yeah. For me, I've always been on the active side. Um, I do see from the passive side now that now that we're raising money for our fund, um, to pursue deals, but my whole perspective has always been Active. So to me, um, on the active side, it's, it can be a lot of work, but it can also be really rewarding for that work. There is a lot of upside to where you're directly in control of the deal. Um, when you're, when you're active, it's, it's your deal. You can make the decisions on what you want to do for the re whatever you're doing with that deal, whether it's a fix and flip or, uh, holding on to a rental property or whatnot a lot of our experiences talk will be kind of based around rentals because that's where we're at. Yeah. Now. Uh, so with rentals as an active investor, you get to really dictate, okay, what am I going to do for rehab on this property? Does it make sense to rehab compared to the increased rents I can get? Or does it make sense to just keep it the way it is, make it, make it nice and clean and livable, um, but maybe not updated and get a, a bit of lower rent. So there's definitely some stuff that goes into, Um, what you do when you acquire rental property and and the numbers, but that's all up to you as, as an active investor. There's, um, there's really no outside influence per se on it. So with a lot of that decision-making and whatnot, like I mentioned, you get a lot of the, you get the upside, you get all the upside, you get all, all the equity, all the cash flow, which kind of leads me to also a con of it, which is your next
1: question, right? Uh, Well, I was going to kind of elaborate on that point as well, though, that you're, you know, you're an active investor, you're spending that time and energy toward it. uh, And then you have, you know, kind of your decision if you want, hey, I want to go sell this property now, rather than later. uh, You know, hey, I want to go buy something else or buy a primary house or just want cash to go um, on a trip to Mexico, you know, whatever you want to do. it's, It's your choice uh which is you know i think uh, one of those big benefits on the active side yeah that that's a great
0: point too because at the end of the day that's what it boils down to is you acquire the asset you fix it up and again we're talking about rentals fix it up you rent it out and then is it something that you want to sell right away within a, a few years and take advantage of the sweat equity that you put in and mm-hmm. appreciation and, and whatnot yeah or is it something you want to hold on to long term and let the tenants pay down the debt so When you're solo, you're active on, on your own. Yeah, you can, you're in control of that, but even having a partner in on it can definitely change that dynamic on making sure you guys are on the same page about what, what you want to do long-term wise. Getting into a deal together, you got to be thinking two, three, four, five years, 10 years plus down the road on, on what you really want to do before you jump in on a partnership with somebody. So
1: yeah, it's a mini marriage. Well, yeah, for truly, right? You're about the intimacy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. And then uh, again, what I was going to segue into the cons, there's definitely some cons to it. And me personally, when I, when I was in the beginning, it's like, this is all in my control, which I just said was a benefit. But at the same time, it's like, you start to kind of question yourself, is this the best? thing to do to do this amount of rehab should I rent it out a, at this price or should I hold out and try to get a higher price out of the rental yeah should I refinance should I sell it's like it's nice it's nice to have that control but at the same time it's also nice to have others input and or have that decision Not, I don't want to say be made on your behalf but you're not so much in control of it and you can have other people that other people to give you their two cents on, on what's best.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause the pros and cons kind of play off each other a little bit, right? So in the end, uh, if we were to look at kind of, you know, pros, cons on the passive side, uh, you know, I, on the, the con side, let's say you're subjected to what the others want to do, what, yeah for like you know investing in cherry pick for instance it's what the general partners think is what's best for the fund uh you know but also an investor takes it upon themselves to say hey you guys are experts in the field and you know we trust in in what you're doing um you know again i guess it comes down to on the passive side con is that you don't have the flexibility of saying look i really uh you know want to sell now or want to you know move that money somewhere else uh, so there's kinda, you know, more of a, a, team environment rather than an individual. Uh, pros on the passive side though, uh, you know, for one, you're investing with, with experts, you know, making sure yeah. whether that's, you know, of course, you know, us or someone else or whatever you, you want to do your due diligence and, and you hope you're investing with the experts, right? You know, people like us that, that know what they're doing and, and are in the trenches have seen, you know, the successes, the failures and what has worked and what hasn't been through the ups and downs. Yeah, and then you think about uh even scalability, right? Like so Absolutely. if I'm going to go invest by myself, maybe I go buy one or two properties and then I'm also subjected to those one or two, I don't have diversification and now all of a sudden both of my tenants just left and I don't have income coming in. Yeah. Uh you know, so I think that's, you know, a big piece of this is that um I think a lot of people, uh, including myself, as I had jumped in initially, is like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna you know crush this and yeah. it's gonna be swimmingly." And then it's like, "Oh, I had this big." you know, my water heater went out and then a tree fell in my front yard that cost me three grand to remove a massive tree that ripped up my driveway. And that's my fault, you know, it's like- That did happen at your place then. Yeah, that was mine. Places I think I sold you, one of your first uh, Cherokee rentals, right? Yeah, Yeah. and then you think about that if it was, you know, a bigger deal, something that has uh, more properties, more doors, things like that, you get the diversity that if one property went down you have all these others, these other doors to to subsidize that. Yeah. Um and that was something we were gonna talk about uh in a different episode was actual cash flow
0: from properties. We won't dive too too much into yeah. it now, but we what you just mentioned was if you have one or two properties and that driveway happens or you have to replace a furnace, wipes out an entire year's cash flow. And yeah, and yeah if you have something else that happens to happen that same year now you're starting to come out of pocket versus what you just mentioned about being a passive investor and investing in a, in a fund per se, where you have multiple assets to help offset some
1: some things that may happen at a certain property. Yeah, absolutely. And then just the scale becomes bigger. Yeah. You know, you go buy one property, it goes up, let's say you buy it. In Omaha, it might be 100K for a property or whatever. It goes up 10%, you made 10K. Yeah. You go buy in a fund, let's say we go buy a ten million dollar property and it goes up ten percent. You just made million dollars. Yeah. Um, so the impact is substantial as you continue to scale. Um, so again, it you know, really goes back to goals, expectations, what you really want, what's your vision in the end? Do you want to be in the trenches and learning and go through that whole process because you want real estate to be a core of you know what you want to do with your time it comes down to opportunity cost absolutely am i going to spend my time uh fixing things and uh, receiving calls from property managers that aren't doing their job and things like that um which is great you know it's something that obviously we've jumped into and are excited about and if anybody else is excited about that that's awesome uh but if that's not what you want to do you want to be more invested in real estate uh be connected learn the process still However, you're not the one getting these phone calls and, Hey, there's a water leak or whatever the case may be. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so to me again, pros and cons, what's your path, what's your excitement. But I think the, you brought up a good point, the scalability of it. Um, that's one thing that really
0: gave me momentum after a while was I was doing a bunch of fix and flips, um, with, with a money partner. I mentioned it previously, but with a money partner and then I started to kind of doing them on my own with my own money. Mm-hmm. But then you're limited to, to your own cash, your own skills, resources, things like that. Yep. And once I started to realize hey, if I'm going to scale up, I need, I need help. I need to bring in people. Um, that's when I really realized having partners, the right contacts, the right network, bringing people in to help you that are better than you, that are better at certain things than what you are. Um, and hiring the right people. That's really what gets you further. If you want to scale up your business and make it more fruitful, um,
1: and whatnot, it's, uh, partnerships are huge. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it comes in all forms or fashions, those yeah. partnerships. Could be as, you know, minute as as somebody you just, you know, threw in some cash and say, Hey, I want to, I want to return. And that's, you know, all I want. There's other people that really want to be involved and interested and, and throughout that process, or, Hey, I can add this piece yeah. to the overall puzzle. So it's kind of a, a good segue. How did our partnership form? What, what did we uh, start to do together? Yeah. So we, I mean, jumped in through, uh, got connected through that mutual friend, bought, uh, my first property through you. Um, and then to me, it was really just finding somebody knowledgeable in the space, knew what they were doing. Uh, I had, uh, some, uh, some cash, uh, that I had made through my day job. Yeah. Um, and was looking to invest in real estate wanting to get more active more knowledgeable wanted to jump into something scalable um you know that went into apartments and you know really i had baseline knowledge of like you know hey there's a single family house a property manager a turnkey but i wasn't you know, in the trenches yet. I wasn't, you know, kind of digging in deep. And so finding that next piece, I had cash, but I didn't have a ton of the real estate knowledge that, uh, you know, fortunately was able to, you know, find in you and and you were kind of, you were able to help mentor me throughout the process of real estate and and negotiating some incredible deals that we've done throughout, you know, our career together. Yeah. you know, that really just comes through knowledge and understanding. And if I had taken that cash myself and gone invested, I would not be where, where I am today with you. You know, we've been able to grow as a partnership, as a team, uh, much more aggressively because, you know, I, I, we jumped in together. It was uh, not just kind of an, an active investment by myself or even really just a passive investment with you. It was, hey, let's jump in together and partner and, and go forward. Yeah. I would say a,
0: a big part of what, how we've complimented each other, or not each other, what you've brought to the table for me was, one, you, you had money, access to money, and one one thing for me, I'm, I always get amped with people in your position that have full-time jobs, that want to get into real estate, and it's provided me my wife, family, a, a lot of stuff, a lot of freedom, yeah. you know, freedom of time. Yeah. Um, money's always great, but to me, it's more about freedom, about about time. Yeah. Um, but one thing you also- You trade time for money, right? Yeah. Absolutely, the uh-huh. yeah, and life's short, dude, and people, yeah. don't, people don't realize that at all. Yeah. Um, And then one thing you brought too was, you pushed me outside of, of my comfort zone for sure, and you did it, uh, you, you you didn't know you were doing it at the time, but it was when we purchased uh, a 14-unit, a 12-unit, another 12-unit, and then there was this 24-unit, and this is all within 18 months, 12 months. You know, one year. This was less yeah. than one year. We yeah, did was, from May to December. May to yeah. Yeah, almost, um, what, seven months? Yeah, and you saw this other 24-unit. I was like, ah, dude, no, because we were, I was part of what I bring is also management systems, processes, things like that. Yeah. So we acquired the, the other apartments and we were managing those. They were heavy, heavy lifts. We had to start doing a lot of, a lot of unexpected rehab to those guys for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another story for another time. Yeah. hundred percent, man. And then this 24 unit one came on and you saw, and you're like, Hey, let's do it. And I was like, dude, bro, no, we just got all this stuff. Like. A lot of people may think the process there's a lot that goes into deals, finding deals, closing deals, and people think, Hey, deals closed, we're good. That's when really nice. That's when stuff starts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's when it really starts. Yeah. Um so at that time we were deep into these other deals and you're like, Let's do it, let's do it. And I was like, No, 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 we're good, we're good. But you just kept pushing and uh it forced me in particular to to grow and think bigger. It's like, okay, now we're managing, I was self managing quite a few single families. Um, and self managing was fairly recent. I I started self managing within, by the time we started buying those apartments, um, probably only like a year. Okay. Yeah. And prior to that, always had third party management. So self managing was a, a big deal to bring on a good chunk of properties that I had at that time. And, uh, by us buying that additional apartment complex, it really made me get outside my comfort zone and be like, okay, now here's what we need to do to scale up to the next level. Cause that really, even though it's not that big as 24 units, that was, so we bought a, a 12, 12 and a 14. So that 24 units was a good, a good size property compared yeah. to the other multifamily we have. So it really forced me to grow and figure shit out. I'm like, yeah. okay, how do we take on this 24 units but also how do we if we wanted to take on a 48 unit or 100 unit 200 unit whatever that looks like yeah so for us to get that next step i not only need to scale up to be able to bring in an additional 24 but really now that i'm going through this process i really need to figure it out to where we can bring on 48 units 100 units and not have it be such a a bottleneck or growth issue and whatnot so yeah that, that was a big thing just well, we talked about before, just going out and
1: doing stuff. Yeah. Doing it. And it makes you grow. It's, uh, you know, always challenging, a little scary, yeah, <laughs> sometimes very scary. Yeah. So yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Depending yeah. Of, you know, what you're jumping into, but <laughs> yeah, you know, in the end, you put your head down, you work and yeah. you get the right people around you and yeah. things work themselves out. Right. Like learn. Yeah. Learn. That's, that's what it's yeah. all about. Just learning. Yeah. So right. for you, what was takeaway from today? Biggest takeaway. Um,
0: I would say, uh, if, if I kind of start things over again, there are multiple things I would do different hindsight's always twenty twenty. But yeah, partnerships is really a way to get to where you want to go, whether that's doing your first deal or you want to do a 200 unit apartment complex. Sure. It makes things a lot easier when you bring in people that are better at certain things than what you are. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has sense. their everybody has their own certain skill set. Um and it's really realizing what you're good at compared to what you could bring in help on. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Cool. We did it, bud. Number two in the books.